everyone. I'm your host, David McNeil, and you're listening to The Graphics Profiles, a podcast that dives into every aspect of the custom graphics industry. We cover various fields like apparel decorating, wraps, engraving, signs, awards, and all the tools you need to make your business excel. We have a very special guest to kick off the first episode of 2021. Today, we're talking with Elsie Acevedo, owner of Deluxe Screen Printing, the first woman-owned screen printing shop to open in Los Angeles. She goes in-depth on the client give and take required to produce the best product and the artistic decisions involved. But most importantly, she explains how her philosophy towards building client relationships has led her business to grow massively, leading to a video profile by GoDaddy. But first, a word from the sponsor of today's episode, Epson America. If you're in the printing industry, then you should check out the latest release from Epson, the SureColor R5070 and R5070L printers. This is an all-new line of 64-inch roll-to-roll signage printers with the unique ability of printing with resin ink. Using resin ink holds many advantages, such as diverse media capability, quick dry for immediate lamination, and water-based inks with GreenGuard Gold certification. The R-series of printers were intentionally built and designed to help businesses realize customer loyalty and continuous, fast, efficient, and accurate printing across all jobs. Check out this innovative Epson line of signage printers at www.epson.com resin. All right, Elsie, thank you so much for being on the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So you're over in uh, Silver Lake. Now tell me a little bit about your early beginnings with screen printing. Okay. So I, I don't want to make this too long, but I could go on and on about it. But basically- it's here's the short, short version. Yeah. Okay. Let, <laughs> let's do that. Okay. So basically I started off really young at 19. I started actually working for a wholesale screen printing service in the city of Vernon. We were basically screen printing, uh, wholesale screen printing for a lot of clothing manufacturers like clothing companies. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's how I kind of fell into it. I was doing customer service sales and I was actually helping with one color prints on the floor. So I just kind of fell in love with it. I was 19 and I just said, you know what? I love this. This is something I want to do for the, you know, it sounds crazy, but for the rest of my life, I really love screen printing. And that led you to eventually branch out. And um, tell me, how did it feel being the first women-owned operated shop in Los Angeles? Oh, it felt great. It was a little bit challenging because, you know, it's a, it's a male dominated industry. So, right. uh, you know, a lot of, I guess you could say we were taken that serious in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Lisa D'Agostino was my business partner. Yeah. She is the one that encouraged me to say, Hey, let's uh, start a little shop of our own. And it's crazy to say this, but I actually, and a lot of people start this way, but I started out of my garage. Yeah. So we started that way. And um, at that time, in those days, we were doing a lot of samples. So we were printing samples for companies that needed to do production locally and overseas. So we started out as samples and I started printing out of my garage. And then I started to produce smaller runs of 25 pieces, 50 pieces. And then it started to grow into building more units we started receiving and then we started to say hey look we don't fit in this garage and then we ended up going to a building where I used to work for 13 years so we kind of grew within three months we jumped into a building 
That's awesome. Okay, so as an artisan screen printer, would you say your client base reflects the type of work you're mainly attracted to? Yes and no. Mm-hmm. A lot of, I guess you could say we, we started off small. We started doing, you know, small runs and small requests. But I think as we started progressing, like getting bigger, uh, a lot of t-shirt manufacturers, we built relationships with sales rep from different brands, wholesale t-shirt manufacturer brands that started mm-hmm. to refer us to clients. And so we started to grow by printing for larger companies. And so we were starting out really small mom and pop shops, but afterwards we started to get into larger orders with larger companies and we started to buy more machines and hire more staff. And that's how we started to grow. And of course we're not huge. Mm -hmm. We're still small and I like to keep it small, but we're able to crank out a lot of work. We're tiny, but we're mighty. I mean, no joke, like you've been rather busy these past few months, or has this just been this whole year? I mean, tell me, what has your pandemic year been looking like? You know, I have to say we've been so blessed because, Mm -hmm. and it's almost kind of like shocking because we did have to shut down for a good while. We were closed mid-March through all April, May. Mm. We reopened in June. And then all of a sudden, June, we reopened and we put it on our social media that we're open now. And we just started to get slammed in June, July, August. And I was a little taken back by how many people wanted to screen print. But I think it's because a lot of people are home and people have time and they're right. just, um, you know, they're, they're putting in their orders or they're just, it's just, to me, it was a little incredible to see how busy we got. So we have yeah. been pretty, pretty lucky, honestly. And you attribute a lot of that more recent attention, just like from your social media channels, primarily like Instagram or something. I think it's a lot of word of mouth referrals. Um, one big thing gotcha. that we, what sets us apart a lot too is we're female owned. So the girls, mm. you know, we run the shop. We get a lot of female owned support. Uh, a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of female businesses. They love working with with us, and so I think that helps a lot. We welcome all walks of life, from you know LGBTQ to anybody that has had. Unfortunately, we've heard some stories of experiences that these customers have had that they felt uncomfortable or they haven't felt welcomed or they don't, they're not taken seriously. And so we welcome any size order, any type of client, any walk, you know, any, anything, any genres, any religions, anything. We're, we're super open and we welcome everybody with open arms. And what we do is we try, we try to help people. Yeah. I love that approach because a, I'm big on just like, I don't know, love, basically, like just being open to everyone. Open arms, like you said, that's such a strong, powerful statement. But what else are you doing to attract new clients? Right now, we've been basically posting on our Instagram, not as much as we'd like to because we're so busy with orders and handling, you know, emails and all that. But I think mainly it's just been people Google us, they find us that way. We really don't, honestly, we really don't look for Clients, they find us through, I guess, videos we've did with a GoDaddy video. Right. I guess people just search engines or just on the internet, people just find us. But we're not really looking for people to, to get clients, like knocking on everybody's door. They yeah. find they find us. Now, you, in that featurette, though, you mentioned some screen printing shops can be intimidating. What yeah. does that intimidation you know, look like? 
Well, you know what it is? I hear from the clients that come see us that they go in there and they ask a question and they're just, they're not as welcoming. They're not as friendly. Mm -hmm. They're not as um, engaging. I don't know if they're just overwhelmed with work and don't have the time for these type of clients. I do know that a lot of my clients have mentioned to me that they go and research other screen printers. They've reached out to them, but um, when they reach out to us, they feel comfortable. They feel like... They're able to sit down and be themselves and talk to us. And with anybody else, it's a little um, intimidating from the experience that they've had with other printers. Right. I don't know the details of it, but I know that we're super like open arms, welcoming and helping in any way we can. And if we can't help, we actually recommend a refer them to who we think can help them in terms right. of screen printing or embroidery or sublimation or embossing, anything like that. We like to help them and refer them to other screen printers that we actually have relationships with. Right. We'll be right back with Elsie Acevedo after a quick word from the sponsor of today's episode, Epson America. Aligned with Epson's high image quality reputation, the SureColor R-Series has the latest generation of precision core TFP print head technology. Not only can the print head be easily replaced by users, it also enables highly consistent color quality, a key aspect of wall panel prints and repeat print jobs. This is especially helpful for clients with a specific logo or brand color. Thanks to the large ink supply in both the R5070 and R5070L, production managers can print more and change their ink supplies less often. When they do, production still does not slow thanks to the hot swap functionality for continuous printing on the R5070L. Epson knows their users care about productivity and customer satisfaction. So check out this innovative Epson line of signage printers at www.epson.com resin. So talking about clients here, like how do you strike that balance between what the client wants versus the improvements you can make to a print? Let me give you an example. I'll give you a perfect example today. Mm -hmm. We had a design. They sent the artwork, the art file. We sent the digital mock-up approval. It was approved. Once we sent it on press, we did notice something was not right. Um, They wanted to do a halftone which really wasn't working with the ink technique that was called out. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was a, a gold metallic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way the artwork was designed and, and the way it was made, it wasn't working. So we unfortunately didn't realize this was going to be an issue until we actually get our hands dirty and start printing right. and print, an, print a, a sample of it. So we reviewed the sample. We said, okay, this is not working. We're going to suggest something different. So I actually had to get on the phone today, talk to my clients, send them uh, pictures of the actual print and and suggest that they take out the halftone from the metallic and put it you know, in, in another area. Mm-hmm. And so what we did is we were able to talk to them about how to make this look better without having to lose the detail of the halftone. So this is just yeah. one of many things we come across. And the unfortunate part is we usually catch something like this before we actually set it up on press. There's certain designs you don't know how they're going to come out until you actually set it up and actually print a sample. True. That's when you're going to know, okay, this isn't working or we don't feel good about running it. Let's bring it up to the client. Let's show them pictures and let's see what they think. But here's what we suggest, taking out the halftone, making it a solid, and then here's option A, here's option B, 
or we can redo the artwork and start all over. Right. So that's something that came up today. And we um, basically sent them a picture and they were like really, really grateful that we caught it. And they're actually sending a revised graphic tomorrow to set it up again because we felt it wasn't coming out like the color copy they actually sent us. So it wasn't mm -hmm. reflecting what they wanted. So we had to put a stop to it and say, hey, you know what? Here's what it looks like. Should we move forward? Here's what our opinion is. Mm -hmm. And then they came back and told us. And then we ended up taking it down and we have to move on to the next design while we wait for a revised graphic. So a little bit of a setback, but in the long run, a strong client relationship, right? Exactly. But this is what, what sets us apart is that we pay close attention to detail. If there's something we see on the press that we feel doesn't look right, we have to bring it up to the client's attention and not run it and move on to the next design while we get their feedback. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I imagine, I mean, you have a pretty loyal uh, client Rolodex, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And we build relationships with our clients. So we actually have, it's almost like a friendship. Yeah. You know, we, we call them on the phone. We say, hey, this isn't working. Something's not right. Or it's off registration. Or you need to fill in this area here. The lines are too thin. So mm -hmm. we're super, 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 super big on quality control and on making sure that the print is going to look right in the end. Yeah, I think that human element, that personal touch, you know. You got it. Um, and so how many years have you been in uh, operation now? Okay, so for deluxe screen printing, it's been since 2008 up until now. Yeah, so that's uh -huh. that's how many years. It's It seems like it was yesterday, but right. that's, how long, that's how long I've been doing this. Well, what was the hardest thing to manage as the business grew? Uh, well, because I don't have any background in like, um, pay <laughs> payroll and paperwork and documents and, mm -hmm. you know, all that, that was the office part of it was really difficult for me because I had to learn as I go. And thank goodness I had a friend that was human resources for a large company. Mm -hmm. So she was able to guide me with all the logistics and relations to the business side of it, which is all the paperwork, the payroll, et cetera. So you didn't take the approach of like having a business proposal, a business plan and like a mission statement? You know, <laughs> I, I, it, it, it just it, or, it just all happened organically. All yeah. this, who knew that I was starting out of my garage after I worked <laughs> with the screen printer for 13 years and here mm -hmm. I am now. That's great. And, and so now like what factors do you consider when choosing the right business management software? Do you mess around with that that much? You know, the only software that I use is Inksoft for invoicing and digital mock-up approvals. And then I use QuickBooks for all the bookkeeping. But other than that, that's all I use for now. Uh, Inksoft I've been with for years since they started. Yeah. Oh, that's great. And tell me lastly, where do you see deluxe screen printing in five years? Woo, that's I hope I hope that we're we're, we're going to be a lot bigger than we are now. Um, mm -hmm. Unfortunately, during the COVID times, you know, we're taking it every day, day by day. But mm -hmm. I hope to to see deluxe going on for years and years to come. Um, I really want to grow my business and offer more services eventually. Mm -hmm. But right now, I'm comfortable where I'm at. But yeah. I do want to be able to grow and have more staff and have a, a great strong team. And you know, honestly, I'd love to be branching out to other states where this service that we offer is in other areas that unfortunately I've gotten phone calls from other states where people say, well, we don't have something like what you have there. We'd love to have really? something. Oh yeah. And you know what it is, Dave? I think it's mm -hmm. because 
we're small. We're not huge. We don't have 144 piece minimum. Our minimum is only 25 pieces. We Mm -hmm. again, welcome all walks of life. And I'd love to have uh, another deluxe in different States in the next five years and, you know, have different businesses where I have a team of people running deluxe in New York or deluxe in Austin, Texas, or in another state. So I feel like my business can be pretty good in other states because there's there's just a need for this type of service over in other states that unfortunately I, I run into a lot of people. I, I had somebody call me today that just said, you know, we wish you were in Tempe, Arizona. I said, really, mm-hmm. why? She says, because we can't find somebody like what you do, you offer puff. These people over here don't offer puff or, you know, you do, you know, uh, such and such technique and they don't do that. They only do plastisol. And I said, I'm sorry to hear that. And I start to think about it and say, wow, maybe I should open up some shops in other states and, and offer, you know, services in not just L.A. Right. So you're getting more and more of these calls and you're you're slowly honing in on places that you think could work. I, yeah, I've actually asked these people that call me questions about why is it that they don't have something like this? And they said, well, they're limited on what they can do, or they don't offer this technique because they don't know how to do it. And I'm thinking, wow, that's kind of shocking to hear because, you know, screen printing has come a long way. Yeah. And so we feel that there's certain areas in other states that, you know, they only offer plastisol and they only print on Gildan. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's kind of hard to believe, but you know, we are in a fashion, we're in Los Angeles. So we're in like an area where there's a lot of fashion, New York, there's a lot of fashion. I've had people give me orders from New York, but knowing that there's screen printing services in New York that offer the same things that we offer. But I think it, it comes down to the relationship. It comes down to the connection with that client what we're able to offer them. I just I just think that hopefully in the future, we can actually branch out. Absolutely. And I think that open arm philosophy, that open arm business philosophy goes leaps and bounds. Like it, it goes such a long way. It does. It really does. And I have a lot of patience, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's rather key. I don't know, yeah. especially in these uh, crazy times. But you know what? It's a new year. And Elsie, thank you so much for being on the show. We really appreciate having you. And tell me um, real quick before we go, like where can people find your stuff? Instagram, Facebook, where, where are you at? We're more active on Instagram. Um, honestly, it's, you know, they and also they Google us, they find our website. But I think the best way to find us is just deluxereprinting.net. You can also find us at deluxereprinting on Instagram. Uh, we get a lot of inquiries through there as well. So yeah. that's that's the best way. It's just social media right now. It's just mainly Instagram. All right. Our there we go. Cool. Well, uh, Elsie, thank you so much. And yeah, we look forward to talking to you in the future. Thanks, Dave. You take care. You have a great one and be safe out there. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. A big thanks to Elsie for being on the show. Be sure to watch the GoDaddy video featurette online to get a look inside the deluxe screen printing shop. And while you're online, go ahead and show your love for the Graphics Pro files by subscribing to new episodes on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Also, if you have any questions or topic suggestions, feel free to shoot me an email. You'll find my info in the show notes at the Graphics Pro website. On the next episode, we'll chat with Rachel Stuckey of My Awesome Graphics out in New Mexico. But in the meantime, stay safe and keep customizing. Keep customizing.